I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking. I program here called The Mariner's Call. A wonderful opportunity that God has given me. Oh, an old, uh, an old sinner saved by the grace of God. And an old sinner that the Lord took off of a boat years and years ago. Spent most of all of my lost Life in the Gulf of Mexico is an old converted commercial fisherman. Well, uh, now a converted commercial fisherman. Back then, uh, without God, without hope, without excuse. And uh, I'm just so thankful to be saved. And it's so good to be with you. In the book of Psalm, Psalm chapter 106, we'll be reading verse 48. Psalm 106, verse 48 for our text this particular time. Some folk actually turn with us and look at the passage. If you can, certainly do so. I find one little word there that I really like. Amen? And that's actually going to be the word. Is there something I can do for you? Uh, we're as near as that computer if you have a com- if you have a computer or a keyboard access uh, to uh, that old keyboard if you just put in fomm dot org that'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International here the mission arm of the Fisherman Baptist Church here in the southernmost part of the state of Alabama in the little port of Bon Bon Secure. On Secure, Alabama. But if we can help you, please feel free to do so. Uh, the station also will be happy to give you an address whereby you can write to us if you would so desire to do so. They would also appreciate your call. Uh, tell them that you listen to Fisher Munn. That may make them smile at our program instead of frowning also. The book of Psalm again, Psalm chapter 106, Psalm 106, verse 48. Psalm 106, verse 48. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say, Amen. Praise ye the Lord. All right. I want to I look at this little word, A-M-E-N. Amen. It's a word you've heard used a lot of times. In fact, as far as this word is concerned, we find it used... I mean, from one end of the Bible all the way to the other. In fact, I think it's the last word in the Word of God. Revelation chapter 22, verse 21, uh, the word amen. So you say, well, what does it mean? It means true, faithful, so let it be. The writer says something like this, blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. In other words, this this God that we know should be blessed. Bless the Lord, O my soul. I believe he's from everlasting to everlasting, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And the people's response to that was supposed to be, amen. What does that mean? I'm coming into a feeling of agreement with that. I agree with what is said. He said, blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. I agree. 
So I say, amen. We think about as far as the church is concerned, sometimes amens, you hear the amens in church. By the way, isn't it sad that most of uh, those amens are dying out in some of the fundamental works? I'm not talking about confusion now. I'm talking about just the amens. They're just, they're just not there anymore like they used to be. You know, we think about the teaching and the testifying, the singing of the Word of God, the preaching of the Word of God. Sometimes, just from time to time, it's good just to hear those amens in the audience. I've been in audiences before whereby it almost like you had to skate down the aisle, skating on the ice. It was cold in there. Nobody would even give a holy grunt. <laughs> Some old timer said something like this. He said, preacher, it's either amen or oh me. Either people are agreeing with it or else they say it. Oh, me, you shot me, preacher. Uh, the Spirit of God is convicting me about something. Amen or oh, me, but I like amen. It's a Bible word. In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 13, the writer says, hold fast the form of sound words. Don't let go of sound. What sound words? Bible words. You know what we're doing today? We're beginning to get into worldly words. I've seen people that were actually presenting the plan of salvation. It was just sort of, there were just too many worldly words in there. Now, I know God blesses his word. I, I, I'm trying to be gracious here. But uh, there's nothing wrong with this word, amen. It is a Bible word. Hold fast the form of sound words. Don't lose this word. Stay away from worldly words. And I'm not going to get into that particular realm. There's other things I want to talk about. This word belongs to the Lord. I need to learn how to talk like God talks. You know, a lot of folk say that, you know, over the telephone, I sound like my father. My father's name is Andrew Munn. Uh, by the way, that's my, that's my name. My grandfather's name was Andrew Munn. My great-grandfather's name was Andrew Munn. My great-great-grandfather's name was Andrew Munn. My son's name is Andrew Munn. My grandson's name is Andrew. That's enough of that Andrew Munn stuff. But some people say, I talk like my father. And uh, I've sort of uh, kind of uh, on the phone called my mom. My mom and dad are still alive. They're, very, uh, they're up, in, up in years. I call my mom and sort of say some things just like my dad says it in She's just sort of quiet there for a few moments, and she just says, Wayne, <laughs> don't try to trick me. And instead of calling me Andrew Munn, my name is Andrew Wayne Munn, so my mother calls me, calls me Wayne. But I talk like my father. Should not that be true? Should I not talk like my father if that is really my father? As far as God is concerned, this word is so important till. This is one of the names of Jesus Christ in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 14. He's calling us the faithful and the true, but he's also called the amen. All right. So the word we think about amen means true and faithful. Amen. So let it be. So it's a Bible word. Then it's used in Scripture many times. And a lot of times in Scripture, we're commanded to say this word amen. Like Psalm 106, verse 48. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. The writer's talking to these people, and he said, and let all the people say amen. He's talking to these folks. He said, now, did you hear what I said? All right. Let all the people praise the Lord. Amen. So we have 
sort of a command in the Bible that this be said from time to time. All this is really uh, seen in Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 15 through 26. He gives a, uh, a reading of the law, and he said, let all the people say amen. And then he reads another part of the law, and he says, let all the people say amen. Then he reads another part of the law, let all the people, you got me, right? All right. Concerning the things of God, how do I, in fact, what it actually does, it gives identity to who I am. Let's uh, put it this way. Psalm 107, all right, down one, two verses from Psalm 106, verse 48. It says in 107, two, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. How can I say so? By identifying myself with what's being said. So the preacher, he just preaching away. He said, it's good to know Jesus Christ as personal Savior. I'm so glad I'm on my way to heaven. And people down in the congregation, some person says, amen. Well, what does when he says amen, what does that identify him with? Identifies him with what is being said. Isn't it good to know that Jesus Christ is my personal Savior? And heaven's my home. Amen. So he's saying Jesus Christ is my Savior. Heaven is my home. So I'm saying it gives identity. In a congregation of people, there's sort of a mixed crowd. There's the saved and the wayward the worldly, there's the lost. How do you know who's saved and who's not saved? Sometimes just by listening and watching them and observing them as they listen to the Word of God, sung are preached are taught. It does give identity, does it not? It says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say, Amen. It's a Bible word. It's scriptural. It gives identity. It gives life and enjoyment sometimes to the service. You know, I sometimes it removes deadness. You know, I've been in some fundamental churches that were just very, very quiet. Now, I'm not talking about confusion. I'm not talking about doing something in a service to just stir up emotions. I'm saying just where people just say amen. Amen. I, I believe that, preacher. Amen. You know, sometimes that gives life to the service that's there. It gives life and enjoyment, sort of removes deadness, sort of makes the church a little more than just a, a funeral home, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, in a funeral home here in the U.S., it's just most of the time. Now, in the death of a Christian, it's different. But most of the time, it's just very quiet. And people walk very softly, you know. I know there's a time in the church to be quiet. I understand that. But all oh, life and enjoyment can be put into the service just by an amen. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. And I say, amen. It could encourage the speaker. I'll be honest with you. If I was speaking, talking about maybe either the Lord saved me or magnifying the Son of God in some way or talking about heaven or talking about some of the doctrines of salvation, if you were there, you could encourage me by me looking down and observing you, and you're there, and from time to time you said, Amen, preacher. Amen. See, that, that would encourage me. Uh, sometimes a teacher. Uh, it shows that there is some interest. You know, it brings some encouragement. Suppose you were in some sports situation. Maybe you were in the stands. And as far as the set of stands, there were just just one set, and then they were playing some sport in front of you. 
how could people, how could the people there that was playing the sport, maybe you had some friend down there that was playing, how could they tell that you were enjoying, all right, uh, by you being excited about what they were doing and from time to time standing up and, and uh, or maybe hollering at them, you know, good job, you know. You say, what are you saying? Sometimes it's an encouragement to the preacher. The word is a Bible word. It's a good word. Amen. I like the word. It could be contagious. Some quiet person sitting next to you all could begin to be bold if they just heard you from time to time say it. Amen. You know, we're going to do it now or learn how to do it now or, or later. You said, what do you mean later? Heaven is full of amens. You said, I don't like to hear those amens and say something wrong, <laughs> something wrong somewhere. Heaven is full of it. Revelation chapter 5, Revelation chapter 7, Revelation chapter 19. In fact, Revelation chapter 22 and verse 21, the last word in the Bible is the word amen. So I enjoy it. I hope you'll take, begin to use the word. It's a good word, a Bible word. It gives identity. It'll give life and enjoyment in the service. Encourage your preacher from time to time. Something that he says, amen. You can use it in the practical world. Mrs. Mon would say from time to time, is the food good? And I said, Amen. See, that's a help to her. That's a blessing to her. That shows I'm in agreement with what she said when she said, is it good? Yes, it's good. Sehr gut. Oh, very good. So, amen. Let's use this word. Let me read my text again as we close. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. And let all the people say, and you can say it where you are. Let's see if I can hear it. And let all the people say, amen. The next week, the same time. Fisher Mund saying goodbye.